Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Festo 60 Pod Session. On today's show, we have Dr. Fumi Adewara, founder and CEO of Mobi Health. Dr. Fumi is on a mission to make healthcare more accessible to millions of Africans through technology. I hope you enjoy this very powerful chat about the future of healthcare in Africa. Hi Fumi, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm thank very you for well. inviting me over. I'm very well, thank you, thank you. And congratulations for just winning Sanofi's Africa Tech Challenge. How are you feeling about it? Oh, I'm very excited. I'm still very excited about it. Um, yeah. It gives me more energy to, to, to carry on and, and to continue to do what we're doing. So it's great, thank you. Well done, well done for me. So for me, uh, um, growing up in Nigeria, expose you to the challenges that millions of Africans face trying to access basic healthcare. Was this a driving force for you to build Mobi Health? Tell me your personal story. When I was growing up in Nigeria, as a child, I had my own healthcare challenges that made me go to the hospital. I was a frequent visitor there. I saw patients die needlessly from preventable causes and um, when I was ill myself, uh, just by some miracle, I could have become part of the statistics today. You know, uh, the doctors were on strike, hospitals were short, my mom was desperate, my life was slipping away. And um, we were luckily able to find a doctor who was able to treat me. And that, um, you know, that very uh, grim reality is what um, made me choose to study medicine because I wanted to help people. I saw mothers who cried because they lost a young child to malaria. I saw people dying from respiratory infections, pregnant women dying because they couldn't pay for, uh, for, for their healthcare needs. So yeah, this certainly is the driving force bef- behind uh, Mobi Health. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing your story. And from a doctor in the NHS in the UK to a tech startup founder, was it hard to take the, the leap? Uh, Not really. You know, I have a very versatile background. So yes, I trained in Nigeria as a doctor, but I've always been very entrepreneurial. My mom is a very hardworking entrepreneurial woman and she ran her own business. So I think I got that from her. Uh, And as a medical student, I used to sell uh, gold jewelries. I used to to go and buy gold and sell. And so I've always, uh, you know, had a flair for, for entrepreneurship. It wasn't difficult because I've always uh, thought that um, I wanted to make an impact on a global scale. Um, I love clinical medicine, the one-to-one. I miss that interaction, but telemedicine also provides the opportunity for me to be able to make an impact on a global scale. And, and tell me more about Mobi Health and how is it making healthcare more accessible to millions of Africans? So Mobi Health is an integrated telemedicine platform. Uh, We pride ourselves as the first fully integrated telehealth platform. And telemedicine itself is not new. Um, It simply just means the use of modern day technology uh, to to provide clinical care to patients. So with telemedicine, it just means that you and the patient are not in the same room at the same time. So you're providing this care or advice remotely. And it's gradually getting a lot of uh, attention lately because you can see with COVID uh, where you're talking about medical distancing, uh, <laughs> distancing, it has become a lifesaver uh, for people to be able to access healthcare. So we are Africa's first fully integrated telemedicine platform. Mm-hmm. We enable patients in Africa or anywhere in the world to connect with a doctor anywhere in the world. That's mm-hmm. as simple as that. But beyond that, we are 
we are a secure platform. So rather than, you know, telemedicine practice has been on for decades. You have well-established companies in the US and some now coming up in the UK as well. So the technology itself is not new. What is new is that digital revolution now provides that avenue for you to be able to scale up and provide this service in a more secure, organized manner so that the patient can have their medical record at hand. You can transmit that to the next level of care for the continuum of care for the patient. So we provide an end-to-end -end healthcare solution to the patient. Mm -hmm. And our solution, our business model is built uh, to on the principle of making healthcare accessible at a cost-effective uh, rate. So it's not just about offering somebody a teleconsultation. After the teleconsultation, I diagnosed you, what next? Yeah. I care about how you're going to get your medicine. I care that your medicine is going to be from a genuine supplier. I care that I can follow you up after the call and after the encounter. I care about your preventative measures that I can take to make your quality of life better. I care about enhancing the quality of the medical care that you get from back home. So I'm also able to support the local medical workforce in building capacity in Africa. And what are the key markets where we, you are operating right now? So Nigeria is our first market, but we are planning to expand into half of the continent by 2024 mm -hmm. um, and reaching about 10 million users by then. Wow, wow. So you have more than 100,000 doctors in the platform currently. How do you so, attract so them? <laughs> so we are building a database of more than 100,000 doctors. And, yeah. and, and, and to tell you, for example, we have more than 35,000 diaspora doctors, Nigerian oh. diaspora doctors uh, around the world. And then you have from others from Kenya, from Uganda, from all that. Then you also have uh, doctors across um, other ethnic uh, groups as well. So we are mm -hmm. building a database. We have access to this number of doctors, but we are building that database so that we can provide um, access to patients when they need it. And we are able to scale up uh, through uh, that platform. And do you see Mobi Health as a bridge for some of these diaspora doctors to come back to Africa one day? Well, um, hopefully that is the, that is the, <laughs> that's desirable. Um, but we must realize that, of course, most of them have built their lives here. They have children here. There's so many factors to, to put into consideration. Um, however, um, there's still room for us to train more doctors in Africa. You know, we are currently not training enough doctors and technology um, makes that possible for us to be able to train more doctors. You know, we're talking about artificial um, intelligence. We're talking about um, uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, being able to train. You can train doctors, peer-to-peer -peer learning uh, through virtual means and also being able to support the local workforce. So yes, um, apart from looking forward to them uh, going back to the continent, uh, we're also currently, nothing is stopping us right now from leveraging on those expertise. Uh, uh, for instance, 70% of medical problems can be resolved at primary healthcare level, right? 70%. So hospitals, the tertiary centers are for 30% who need further evaluation or further care. So that's 70% that can be taken care of at primary healthcare level. More than 60% of that can be taken care of through telemedicine. So that's significant, you know, and that can happen right now. Uh, and that's what we're doing, leveraging the power of technology to change that poor narrative immediately. While we're building on infrastructures, we're building on um, making sure that we get the requisite number of doctors that we need um, across the continent yeah. for the population ratio.
Good, good. And how Mobi Health is helping Africa fight COVID-19? Um, so uh, we have been at the forefront of deploying our platform. Uh, we offer, um, so we started off with um, developing online screening tools. So we're one of the first companies to launch that online screening tool that will help you to, to assess your risk for COVID. But beyond that, we are also able, we, we, we offer free teleconsultation to people because it was a very desperate moment. Everybody wanted to, it wasn't just enough for you to have uh, an online tool tell you, oh, you have a risk of COVID. Mm -hmm. You wanted to speak to a doctor and, and then the patient is scared of going to the hospital. So it was a dilemma. So, but being able to provide this platform for them to speak to a live doctor like this and being able to allay their fears, treat them for other conditions that is, that is even not related to COVID uh, was a great um, game changer. And so we've been able to use our platform for that. Uh, and then we also um, launched the DIY, so do-it-yourself COVID screening um, test, the swab yeah. test. Uh, it's still the same standard, gold standard test kit, the PCR test kit that measures, that tells you if you have, a, if somebody has a viral infection. Mm -hmm. But we are deploying our platform to, to expedite testing so that patients do know, because what we found was, uh, we found out that people were going to the test centers and they were queuing up for so many hours. They were exhausted from it. Many people were not turning up for tests because they were scared of contracting infection there. You had to use many PPEs. And then you need a lot of res human resource to be able to meet that, uh, to, reach, to, to scale up the test. So we developed this um, platform. Um, we, we are using our platform to, to expedite testing. So we launched in partnership with the Nigeria Institute of Medical Research. We launched uh, this initiative. It's a research that we're carrying out because we have done the pilot uh, and we know that it works. So we, we decided to do a bigger pilot to establish that, you know, in the book, that this works well that will reduce the need for you to go to the hospital. So we just, you have a teleconsultation, we send you a test kit at home, mm -hmm. you do your swab test yourself. On the screen, you show me That's that you're good. doing your test, That's you know, good. and I validate that it's your name on the screen, you show me your test kit, look at me, I'm doing my test, mm -hmm. and there's a video guidance, and people that have done it, um, have actually testified that it was very convenient and easy to follow. Mm -hmm. And this will expedite testing uh, significantly, it will reduce the need for PPEs, it will reduce uh, transmission within, I mean, healthcare worker to patient transmission or patient to patient within the community. Yeah. And it will improve the turnaround time for, for the test results that can be actioned. Importantly, also, we are supporting patients who have tested positive so that we can provide them because um, more than 80%, more than 85% of patients who have COVID will have symptoms, mild symptoms or no symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, everybody is um, very, very agitated. So you want to be able to support them through this journey when they are in isolation. You want to be able to, you know, if they develop any complication during that period, you want to be able to pick them up immediately and escalate them to the next level of care. So apart from the COVID patient, we are also providing support and management of patients who have other medical conditions like hypertension, diabetes, sickle cell disease, or malaria or respiratory infection, who are very afraid to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be seeing increase in morbidity and mortality, not just from COVID, but from non-COVID cases who are afraid to go to the hospital. So this is a safety net for them that we have provided. Yeah, wow, Fumi. This is definitely a very powerful story of the great potential of telemedicine and digital health to protect, improve, and save lives 
in our African continent. This is, this is a very powerful story. Thank yeah? you. Thank and what will be the role of digital health in a post-COVID-19 Africa? Hmm. Very good question. Um, you see, um, COVID-19, before COVID-19, um, the adoption of telemedicine and digital health generally has been on a slow pace. And then with COVID-19, people now realize uh, the value in it. Um, I think post-COVID, uh, it's not going to change. People will generally warm up to the, the, the use of uh, telemedicine and other digital health tools. We're going to see more um, tools being developed to enhance the quality of telemedicine consultations, whether it is wearable devices for me measuring blood pressure or vital signs, or just for those for physical examination, or even point of care testing tools that are app enabled. Currently on the continent, you have more than 25,000 apps and various tools that are being developed, health, digital healthcare tools that are being developed from medication dispensary to uh, drones for drug delivery and, mm -hmm. and blood delivery in Nigeria, in Ghana, in Rwanda. So we're gonna see more uh, uptake, uh, an upward trend uh, in digital health and it has come to stay and uh, it's very fascinating. Yeah, and, and I guess the low touch uh, economy emerging from COVID-19 is really a great opportunity for, for digital health, right? It's really Absolutely. empowering that, right? Absolutely, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of room for improvement, of course. There's a lot of investment that needs to be done uh, to make this, uh, the adoption to be, to drive the adoption to the very grassroots, of course. But yes, uh, we, we emphasize that we continue to see an upward trend in digital health um, in Africa. Yeah, for me, I, I guess that we can say that with the digital revolution happening right now in Africa, with the boom of mobile technology, we simply can't accept that we still have millions of people dying in our continent, as you mentioned before, from preventable causes, right? That's right. Uh, and you know, uh, COVID-19 has really exposed the, the fragility of the African healthcare um, ecosystem and our economy generally. So this is, this is a perfect storm for Africa, I say. is a, a storm that will help us to rebuild the infrastructure that we need, you know, in diagnostics, in pharmaceuticals, and building the right infrastructure at primary, secondary, and tertiary level. This is the right storm that yeah. we need to take advantage of. And of course, uh, technology is playing a very significant role as it's done in agriculture, in aviation, is doing so in healthcare. It has a potential of translating unsustainable healthcare models into sustainable models, you know? So we need to leverage this opportunity. Africa is always leapfrogging, right? So that's the advantage that we have. We are, we, we 95% of people in Africa do not have health insurance. Mm -hmm. Yes, but it's, Africa is one of the fastest growing markets in mobile technology adoption. Definitely. We have nearly half a billion mobile subscribers, 30% smartphone penetration, yeah. you know, on a and the, I would say with some of the most, uh, the most powerful innovations coming from mobile technologies coming from Africa, right? We have a lot, of, a lot of examples like mobile money, solutions around financial inclusion as well. So it's just amazing the, the amount of great innovation coming out of Africa, right? And, and that's to tell, that is despite all the challenges that we have in terms of the poor funding, in terms of the poor infrastructure, you know, innovate, uh, Africans are innovating solutions in the most, their 
environment you know no mm -hmm. light no water but they're innovating so it's part, it's part of our dna i like to say that I, li I like to, i like to say that that's part of our african dna right entrepreneurship and innovation is part of our dna do you do you agree with that absolutely absolutely i can't i couldn't agree more we have a young population yeah and uh, more than 70 percent of the of the african population are under the age of 25 so we have young vibrant you know uh bold um people young people who are willing to to take on uh the storm yeah and, and just create solutions for both the middle class and the, those at the bottom of the pyramid yeah so fumi i can feel that mobile health is part of a bigger vision that you have for the future of healthcare in an african continent what the future what that future look looks like in your head an african continent that is self-sufficient um that looks to strengthen their internal policies and make put the structures in place uh, so that we are not vulnerable to external shocks. So we need to um, empower, you know, we need to innovate, we need to develop solutions, and we need to manufacture uh, this within the continent. We need to invest in um, healthcare infrastructures, in hospitals. We need to invest in training and remuneration of our doctors so that we can keep them on the continent. So I'm looking forward to an African continent um, post-COVID uh, that will see this um, as a perfect storm to build the healthcare system that is self-sustaining and that, is, um, that, is, that, that caters for the health of its citizens. Universal health coverage is non-negotiable. It is attainable regardless. Or, and, and the fact that um, mobile technology, the, the, the mobile technology adoption presents an opportunity for us to, act, to achieve universal health coverage. I'll give an example. Nigeria, for instance, has 180 million mobile users. We spend $600 million every month on airtime and data. Our healthcare budget is under $3 billion. There's no reason why, right, under the planet that we cannot attain universal health coverage. And this is the point. So I'm looking forward to an African continent that is self-sustaining uh, and that can build the right infrastructure and put policies in place for the adoption of digital health to the very last mile. Invest in digital infrastructure, broadband, you know, make internet um, access more affordable for the masses. And uh, yeah, so that's my... That's a powerful vision. And I'd like to say that we need to join forces to build that, that Africa together right for me africa needs you right africa needs me not africa needs all of us and now it's no. not tomorrow africa no. needs all of us Absolutely. now so we can build that future that you just mentioned and africa is now africa is the future and we're here to build that yeah for me thank you very much this was a very very interesting and inspiring conversation thank you thank so much you. thank you it's my pleasure thank you for having me Thank you. Thank oh, you're you. doing a very good job. Thank you. Thank you for me. Thank you. Thank you.